Okay, and we are recording. Okay. So beware of strangers. This is episode seven. My name is Gary. And what is your name? My name is Jakub, but uh, friends called me Kuba. They call you Kuba? Yeah. Okay, cool. And how old are you, Kuba? I'm 34. Yes, Third. I'm 34, actually. Okay. Since okay. last December. Okay. Yeah, man, it, the, the, the mid 30s seems to be the sweet spot for um, people who listen to the podcast and want to be on the podcast. It's weird. I had a 22 year old um, not too long ago, so that was pretty cool. But um, so today, um, where, where are you at? Uh, I live in Warsaw or in the suburbs of Warsaw, so in Poland, in Europe. Okay, you're in Poland. That's awesome, man. Yep. You're coming to us uh, via the power of the internet. Um, first and foremost, I really want to thank you for being on the show. I really appreciate that, man. And, My uh, pleasure. Awesome. So usually what I do is I start out, um, I ask people how they got on the show. So how did you get on the show? And what made you want to say yes to being interviewed or being on the show or what? So I got onto the show because as much as I understand, you found an Instagram profile of a podcast I recently launched in Polish, uh, unfortunately, for your listeners. Uh, and you've asked me if I'd like to be a part of your show. And since I, I really wasn't expecting any sort of proposals like that, I found it a very, very interesting one. And I mean, I do enjoy meeting new people. I do enjoy talking to people. And here I am. Thank you. Thank you for being on the show, man. It means a lot to me. And I, I, I love it when I get people from other countries and just from all over the world. It's, it's so awesome. So um, usually what I do is I start off by asking my guests, um, what, what do you do for work? What's your main job? Uh, my main job, uh, I have a master's degree in journalism and I work in corporate communications. So what I do is I'm basically responsible for the flow of information in a, in a corporation. That's, that's what I've been doing for the last 13 years now. Okay. You said the last 13 years? Yes. I started quite early because I started as an intern when I was oh, okay. still studying and I've actually kind of stayed ever since. Awesome. So you you mentioned uh, speaking of studying, um, college is free in Poland, correct? Yeah, I mean, yes, the public one is. Yes, that is correct. Oh, okay. So there's like public free college, and then there's like um, other universities that you can actually yeah. pay tuition. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's that's the setup. That's the setup. So with that with that being the setup, do people like? Are the um, the paid universities like more prestigious and people like, you know, say two people went to a job interview, one had a public free degree and one had one from the paid, inter um, you know, paid university. Yeah. Are they going to like lean more towards the one who went to the paid university because it's considered better or? I mean, as, as in a lot of cases, the most fair answer is it depends. So, I mean, there are a few <clears throat> of those paid universities which are very highly renowned and yeah that they would help you uh, get a job especially in certain fields but then <clears throat> there's also a lot of those who I would say are in this pay to graduate kind of setup and so people you know if they really want to have a master's degree they can kind of go through them quite easily and having that kind of a degree is more of a like, you know, something that you will put into your CV, but it will not help you with getting a proper job. Right, right. Okay, so that's cool. So what do you think? Have you been to America before? No, unfortunately not. I mean, I have worked a lot with uh, 
with the guys in the US uh, because I, I mean, I have um, the company that I work for, which is called Skanska. Uh, it actually operates in the US, but no, unfortunately, I haven't been there. My wife has been in the US twice, and I mean, so we are constantly discussing going to the States, but no, I haven't been there yet. Okay, so it is on your bucket list, so to speak. Yep, yeah. Okay. Yes, right it on. is. When you think of Americans or America, what what's the first thing you think of? Uh, I, actually, actually, quite recently, I have discussed that. So, I mean, there's probably a lot of things. I mean, I do uh, enjoy, uh, I mean, or, you know, I, I have this impression of really, really nice cities. And, I mean, a huge spread of very diversity. So, you have New York, you have, you know, Boston and all the East Coast stuff. Uh, and then on the other hand, you know, if you compare New York to San Francisco, though, they are two really nice cities, but totally different. I mean, my impression of the U.S. is that you're lucky enough to have, I would say, as far as nature goes, pretty much everything. So, you know, you have beautiful mountains and a lot of national parks of huge variety and the cities and, you know, uh, places where you can go on a beach and have fun, places where you can go ski and have fun. So, I mean, I I have this kind of vision of the, of the U.S. and this is why I'd like to go there because yeah. there's a lot of stuff kind of to to, to see and to do. Right. Uh, so kind of that's one thing. I mean, my kind of working experience with uh, the Americans, especially comparing to Poles, for example, or to kind of to my own people, is that... Uh, I really enjoy the openness of Americans and I kind of like that, you know, that habit, if you can call that, that, you know, I mean, giving feedback and like, you know, cheering up people in a corporate environment, you do, you know, a lot of meetings, a lot of presentations. Yeah. For example, in Poland, it's not very common after a presentation to come to someone saying like, you know, good job. I like that. It's, it's not a common thing. And Oh, wow. The They're just like, you did what? Kind of, yeah, or, you know, you simply say nothing and that's supposed to uh, express that, you know, it's okay. If it wouldn't be okay, then you would say something. So, oh, wow. you know, w when I started working with Americans, this kind of, you know, habit of, you know, coming and, and cheering up while, pre you know, during presentation or after it, that was, I mean, a really, really, uh, a really cool thing. And then, I mean, you know, I also, uh, I have, I mean, probably like a few friends uh, in the, I mean, a few people in the US that I can call my friends. And I mean, I always, you know, enjoyed the kind of looking at their Facebook feed on basically, you know, being in contact with them. Uh, I always enjoyed the fact that a lot of the Americans that I know are quite proud of being Americans, uh, which I kind of, you know, also admire a lot. Uh, so, you know, all those celebrations, you know, connected with the 4th of July or Thanksgiving or the whole kind of atmosphere when when the voting uh, kind of period starts in the U.S. I really kind of admire that. So, you know, I mean, the history of Poland is quite messed up if you look at the 20th century. So uh, we are, I would say, probably still more on the learning curve in terms of democracy and, you know, how to be a proper citizen. And I mean, in the US, yeah. I would say that kind of the basics are there, right. uh, which I, in my opinion, at least, is quite helpful if you think about the development. Other than that, like, you think, what, what do you think some of the major cultural differences between the US and Poland are? Because everything uh, I read says oh. you guys are a lot, lot happier 
there than we are here. <laughs> uh, I mean, that you know, that's that, it depends. I mean, I think I read some survey which says that the actually the citizens of Finland are the most happy people in Europe, at least. And I mean, I've met some of them, and they are really, really cool. So I can agree with that. I mean, I would say that. Polish people, I mean, they are extremely, uh, like, you know, the family is a very important bit. So, I mean, yeah. you know, if you look at the, oh, I can actually give you the best probably example because this is a cultural uh, difference between a lot of countries. I mean, uh, if you think of a wedding reception in Poland, uh-huh. it can actually take up to two days, literally wow. two days, like straight. Uh, one of the things that kind of, you know, it, it is changing a bit, but I mean, uh we do party quite hard drink you know a lot and i mean you know when you have a proper wedding you would invite a lot of your family members right uh even like you know further cousins and then you know your friends and i mean there are wedding receptions in poland which goes like to 300 400 people wow so you know so if you compare that to i would say you know the anglo-saxon version of a wedding reception which is like a dinner kind of maybe like you know uh, a, a bit of partying, like light music, jazz, that kind of stuff. We don't do that. Or, I mean, right. if we started doing that, but it's kind of, it's coming from you instead of being like our own thing. So that would be, that would be one thing. Uh, you know, I mean, all the, I mean, Christmas, Easter, probably especially Christmas are a very important, like family gathering. So people yeah. would, you know, go across the whole country if they have family, you know, if you have uh, husband and wife and their families live in two separate parts of Poland, they would still try to manage it somehow, somehow to be uh, at Christmas or, you know, during the Christmas time in both homes. So I would say that. I mean, uh, we are uh, probably uh, kind of, you know, uh, as a whole, but, you know, as always, generalization are not the best thing. But I would say that Polish people are like quite extrovertic, so we do express our feelings and you know emotions, anger, that sort of stuff. Right. That happens. I mean, actually, you know, thinking about my day today, I was actually at a post office, and there were a bit of screaming happening there because some package gone missing. And then, I, as I was driving, actually, or kind of coming back from my parents to to meet up with you, uh, there was a kind of a case on the road where uh, a rather young lady has actually, well, almost hit uh, a guy's car, and he actually stopped, you know, just next to her, pulled down his window, and kind of, you know, shouted at her a bit. So wow. that happens. That happens. Yes. I mean, you know, that that I would say is a quality. See, I never had have. like. I never had Polish people like pegged as like the type of people who go around screaming at each other. You know, I always figured that's like some American shit, you know, <laughs> it happens. It happens. I can, <laughs> I can assure you. And then, I mean, you know, I would also say as far as, you know, the qualities that we have uh, as a nation uh, and again, you know, not to go very deeply into Polish history, which I probably could, but not sure if that would be the, the, the it's, I mean, it's, it's very the complicated. Polish history is. is very complicated. Yeah. But, but I mean, it proves one point, and that point is actually, I think, still valid. That I mean, we are extremely persistent. So I mean, you know, there was a uh, 123 years of Polish history where there was actually no Poland as a country. We were kind of, you know, divided between Russia, Germany, and Austria, and and we kind of, you know, preserved as a nation. So I would say that the kind of the tougher you, or you know, the harder you push. Uh, a Polish person, but also like Poli- Polish people as a nation, 
kind of the more persistent we become. Right. Uh, which I also think is, uh, you know, is something that is quite unique, I would say. In a, you know, so if you look at Second World War, just to give you one more example, I mean, a lot of countries in Europe during Second World War, they were invited by the Germans and they surrendered pretty much. Uh, if you look at the Polish history and if you'd be interested in it, and pretty much, you know, if all of your list- listeners would be, do try to Google an event which was called the Warsaw Uprising. So it was like a uh, a resistance uprising happening in Warsaw uh, where, I mean, you know, for this for 63 days, I mean, the Polish people were fighting against Germans where the odds were really, really ridiculous and they were still able to push them. Looking at kind of this quality, I have to say that I, I also kind of am quite proud of being a Polish person and of the history that of we course. have, even if it's quite, uh, I mean, you know, messed up. Uh, and yeah, and I think also, you know, I mean, I, I have seen nations kind of acting differently. Polish people do know how to, you know, stand their ground, I would say. Right. So when I was telling my friend, um, I was like, man, I got this guy, this this Polish guy that I'm going to interview later. And he was like, man, you have to ask him about their pizza. He said they put ketchup on pizza. So I'm not yeah, sure do. if my friend is full of <laughs> shit or if you guys really no, do that. Do. Tell me yes. about that. Yeah, we do that. That is true. I wonder why, I mean, how did your friend kind of came into that knowledge? But yes, we do. I mean, so I would say that ketchup is a, uh, a thing that you would use very often. So I, I okay. actually, you know, put it on a pizza. I would put it on a, uh, I don't know, like a ham and cheese sandwich. Yeah. That's, oh, man. That, you put that, ketchup on your ham and cheese? Yeah. I, you oh, know, man. Out of, I would say like out of, you know, kind of from the top of my head, I would say that this might be because there is actually a tomato soup that is kind of also like a staple of a Polish cuisine. So, you know, people do enjoy... Uh, the tomato flavor and then i mean uh my grandmother for example would make her own like tomato puree or i mean it wasn't ketchup uh, straight on but so yeah i mean tomato is i would say an important part of uh, of so, I mean, you cuisine. just squirt ketchup on top of the pizza or how's yeah. that go? yeah 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 yes yes okay. we do okay. and i personally would say the hotter the ketchup the better it is okay so you guys like <laughs> spicy ketchup yep Okay, that's sweet. that's at least my personal preference. So, um, just to rewind a little bit, you said that you know Polish people like to party and drink a lot and stuff, but yeah. but drug use is not very rampant over there, correct? I would say you know it depends. I mean, I personally kind of I'm not into that, so right, uh, right. I stay with the alcohol. But right. uh, I mean, it happens. Of course, it happens. I wouldn't say that is a huge problem. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, I mean, again, in Europe, you have different setups, but in Poland, even, you know, like light drugs like marijuana are banned. So, you know, you, uh, I mean, it's since very recently, it's not banned for medical purposes, but it's very kind of highly regulated. But I mean, I wouldn't say it is a huge problem. We actually had a, a discussion at work recently because, I mean, I work in a construction company. So... Uh, on the construction sites, for example, in Poland, you have a bit of a problem with when people coming to work drunk. And we were discussing with one of our managers who's actually British. And he said that in, in the UK, at least, 
drugs are more of a problem than alcohol in kind of in working uh, conditions. There is also one thing uh, that was actually quite huge, I would say, in the media, and it still is up to a point, because I mean, since the regulations were weren't extremely strict, or like you know, there were some gap holes in them. Uh, I mean, those things which were called, I mean, you know, literal translation would be accelerants. So, I mean, there were some, you know, a group, group of companies that were home some products that were supposed to act as drugs. And then, you know, it, there was a huge discussion in the media that, you know, it should be banned. Eventually it was, I mean, there are still some cases of that appearing. So I would say that, you know, it's, uh, it's not a huge thing. Uh, there are some, I would say, local variations, as I said, you know, with those homemade right, right. stuff. But no, 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 it's not that, it's, for example, not that, I don't know, like uh, fighting with drug, uh, you know, cartels yeah. is right, a right. thing that you would hear in the media every day. No, 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 right. that's that's not the case. Okay, so what about guns? Are, are You guys don't have guns there, correct? Like no. the citizens? No. Okay. Not allowed to have I any mean, gun whatsoever or what? Yeah, you can apply for a permission to have it uh, in very, I mean, you know, strict circumstances. So if, for example, you would be uh, like an, enter- an entrepreneur or you'll have your own company and you would be handling large sums of money, then yes, you can apply. But there is also, a, I mean, there are a lot of very strict tests you have to pass in order to get that. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, law enforcement are uh, is allowed. To, I mean, you know, you know, law enforcement right. people are allowed to carry it, mm-hmm. and hunting. I mean, is is okay. a thing in Poland, so you could have a hunting rifle. Okay, but so... apart from that, no, no, no. You, I, it's not that I can, you know, go into a gun shop and buy it. I can go to a shooting range and I can actually shoot live ammo there, okay. even without permission. Do you just rent the gun there, or what? I rent the gun. So the thing okay. is that I would go there. Uh, there will would be, you know, some supervisor kind of, you know, looking right, at, right. at it. I would pay for renting the gun. I would pay for the ammo, and I would be able to shoot. But kind of just there, I wouldn't be okay. able, you know, to take the the gun obviously out of the shooting range. Okay, so, so let me. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So what I said is that I actually shot uh, on several occasions out of curiosity, but I've never owned the gun, and it's not something that any of my friends would actually do. Okay, so let me ask you this then, um, as a person who. Um, you know, you're not around guns, you're not exposed to guns. Um, I'm sure you hear about gun violence and all the gun owners in the United States. Is that something that worries you when you consider coming over this way? I mean, not a lot. Uh, I actually have uh, one of the the friends that I, that I know, uh, she lives in North Carolina where I understand the, the gun regulations are uh, kind of a bit loose. So, I mean, you can't have a concealed gun, but you can carry a gun as long as it's not concealed. And I mean, you know, when I think about going there, I guess it probably would be weird a bit, uh, you know, seeing people walking on the street carrying a shotgun or a handgun. But I mean, it's not something that I would be extremely worried. I, I yeah. actually had friends who went to Vegas there was this quite, uh, you know, famous shooting happening from a, a balcony of a hotel. Like, yeah, they were actually there uh, and quite close to the event. And uh, uh, because what they said is they were, you know, sitting down in a restaurant having lunch and then saw like, you know, a huge number of police cars 
passing by and they noticed that something uh, must have happened. And, you know, they said that this was probably the only occurrence where, where they, like, you know, start wondering about that. I yeah. wouldn't say that the fact that, uh, I mean, there are way loose, more loose gun laws in the U.S. than in Europe would stop me from going to U.S. Uh, I might be a bit more alerted while being there, but I think you can get used to that. I mean, you know, I traveled a lot across Asia, which is also considered a dangerous place to be. Uh, not because of the guns, but, you know, because of, 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 I would say, crime in general. And, you know, when you are there and kind of, you know, you start to get your way around, you simply know, you know, that there are some places where you wouldn't go, you know, during the night or, you know, after dark. And, you know, if as long as you stick to that, you should be fine. So, I mean, I, you know, my view on that is that I can be hit by a car or whatever. I mean, a brick might fall on my head in Poland. And the odds are pretty much the same as that I will be a victim of a, of you know of a shooting, uh, you know of right, you know, gang right. war or whatever. So no, no, I wouldn't say that it's it. I mean, it worries me in terms that uh, you know I the, the the coverage in media usually that reaches Poland is when some sort of like a, you know heavy shooting or or a lot of uh, victims right uh, event happens so that right. worries me in that regard but no i wouldn't say that that would prevent me from going to the u.s okay cool so um other than work and um what other than work what kind of stuff do you do for fun like what do you do <laughs> to entertain yourself uh, or in your free time I, I actually do quite a lot of things so i did uh i i am since wait 2000, so for 19 years, I've been a part of an amateur theater where I uh, act and direct some plays. So this is, I mean, this is something I've been doing very heavily over the course of, I would say, 15 years now, since all of us, the members of the theater group, are becoming older and older. It's more difficult to find time, but we still do it. So I still perform from time to time and I still, you know, do some new stuff in the theater. So that's one thing. I, as I, you know, as you know, because this is how we met, I started a podcast because I did a master's degree in journalism to go and work in a radio station. I actually did for a bit, but then, you know, it turned out that it's, I mean, radio as a, as a medium, as a commercial medium becomes less and less creative. So I actually, you know, went into corporate communications and I had this idea that my, I might start something on my own at some point, which I did. So I actually am now running this podcast, which is a bit similar to your setup because my idea is also to talk to people, but not to complete stranger, which, by the way, I think is a very interesting format. Thank you. Uh, so, I mean, you know, and I have a, actually a friend who lives in Japan. So we are also discussing the possibility of doing a podcast just dedicated to, to Japan and, you know, to his experience because I'm a huge Japan fan. Yeah, uh, me too. One of the other things that I do is I actually own a, a small roadster, which is called the Mazda MX-5, and I do race it a bit. Uh, I mean, I do some traveling with it, but I also race it. There's not a oh, lot nice. of race. There's not a lot of racetracks in uh, Poland, unfortunately, but there are a few, and I've been I've been doing that uh, a bit. I awesome. do play video. Yeah, I do play video games quite a lot. I mean, this is also my. Uh, uh, basically games in general, because I'm currently actually sitting in one of the rooms in my home and looking at the I mean, piles of board games, because I mean, I haven't unpacked them fully because 
the home that I that we live in with my wife is actually a rather new one. So I still have a pile of unpacked board games. Uh, so I do play those. Yeah, I try to you know not to be bored uh, yeah, too much yeah. when I'm not working. Right on. So you said you play a lot of video games. Yeah, um, quite. Do you want to shout out your gamer tags or your PSN uh, name or your Steam name or anything? So so anybody listening can add you and we can all play video games together. Uh, I mean, as far as uh, I mean, I um, my PC is old as hell. So I mean, my I think my Steam tag will not be helpful. As far as PSN, uh, my gamer tag is Jakub. So that's J A K U B underscore d because that's the first letter of my of my surname and yeah gladly i mean i'm uh currently waiting division two uh release as we all are so this is something that i've i've played quite heavily i do play quite a lot of fifa 19 uh, although mostly in the kind of couch co-op mode with with one of my colleagues but i did uh a bit of online stuff so yeah i mean gladly uh, I I do own a PS4. I don't own Xbox, and not okay. actually. I've, I've never owned uh, any of the Microsoft consoles. So I had PS3 and PS4 now. Also hoping for a PS5 release uh, sooner than later. I would say. Right. So nice. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, gladly. I I actually, you know, uh, unfortunately, I do not have a lot of uh, like you know people kind of from my closest friends who do own and play PS4. So yeah, yeah. If if you if okay. you're listening and if you'd like, I I'd gladly join in. Okay, cool. So do you have any other plugs or anything? Um, we're we're running, we're coming up on the end of the episode here. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any other plugs that you would like to throw out there or anything like that? <laughs> I mean, as long as uh, your you know, your listeners speak Polish, because my my podcast is in Polish. The podcast that I'm running. Is actually in Polish called Pogadajmy O, which basically means in English, let's talk about, and then you would put in the topic. Uh, right. I actually just started it. So, I mean, I have 13 episodes pre-recorded awesome. and now I'm releasing them one by one. So Good. if you, uh, you know, if you speak Polish or if you know anyone speaking Polish, you know, I gladly uh, join, I mean, you know, invite you to join in uh, and that would be anchor.fm slash pogadajmy o so i mean you know uh and i'm sure that we will be also sharing uh ourselves on instagram so you can also find me there and now yeah i mean i I would say that this would be on at least on my end pretty much it okay cool so um if you want to find us on social media um or if you want to leave a question for a guest or if you want to be on the show you can find us on twitter at beware of strange and you can also find us on instagram at beware of strange now um right before the end of the episode here normally i always ask a guest here um this is just a question we ask what is your race religion and your sexual orientation okay so i mean uh, i guess i'm not you know very big on that because the uh, ethnic diversity is not a huge thing that is in poland but i think I, that would be caucasian so i mean i'm white as far as my religion goes, I mean, that's an interesting setup because, I mean, I was uh, baptized as a Christian, but part of my family is actually Protestant. And I personally, I mean, I'm not a very, I'm a religious person, but I'm not a huge fan of the institution of church in general. So that's probably the, the most uh, uh, fair way to put it. And then mm-hmm. as far as my sexual orientation, uh, I'm a fully heterosexual. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, um, 
I was also like when I found out I was going to be interviewing you, I just, you know, looked up a few quick facts about mm-hmm. about, you know, Poland and everything. Um, I see here that 96 percent of people there are Catholic. Is that correct? That is correct. That is okay. correct. We are extremely Catholic, I would say. OK, that's cool. So, um, yeah, man, I really appreciate you being on the show, coming to us all the way from Poland. That's amazing, man. I love the Internet and I love the power of the Internet. Um, is there anything that you want to say before we close out here? No, I mean, I probably can just, you know, say thank you for inviting me. It was a very interesting experience. Absolutely. I agree with you fully that, I mean, you know, the uh, the capabilities that we now have using the Internet and, you know, a bit of hardware that you can actually purchase, you know, with not a huge pile of money gives you a lot of opportunity to, you know, discuss things, learn new things meet people from all over the world. So, I mean, I would say just keep up your good work. And if you're listening to you. uh, to that podcast and, you know, if you have any sort of idea that hmm, I might be doing the same thing, I mean, you know, just go to a computer store, buy a USB microphone and you can literally start with that because, you know, uh, the equipment is, you know, it's not difficult. All you need to, uh, it's not expensive. All you need to do is have, an, you know, a good idea and start doing things. And I mean, I believe that I honestly believe that uh, podcast might be the next big thing because you know I mean it they are you know it's easy to get in a lot of people enjoy listening to that I actually had a very interesting feedback from my friend saying recently that he actually prefers to listen to my podcasts than to watching YouTube videos because you can listen to podcasts while driving while exercising so you know even if you don't see us it is actually, I personally believe, a better medium to share knowledge and exchange information. So just, you know, I hope that the community will grow and let's let's all podcasters keep our good work and, you know, have energy to do what we do. No doubt, man. But yeah, man, thank you very much for being on the show. I'm going to go ahead and wrap My it up. My pleasure. But once I get this uploaded, I'll, um, I'll tag you and share you on, on Instagram and Twitter. But thank awesome. you very much, man. And you have a good day out there. Thank you very much. You have a good day as well. See ya.